Hello, traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson, and this is Are You Green? A daily review of the New York Stock Exchange with top news, top movers, and insights into my personal swing trading. Today is January 11th, 2021, and we have a great episode for you today with even some jokes. Who would have thought, right? The S&P previous close is 381.26. It's now around 378.74. The XLK technology sector of the S&P 500 previous close was 130.76. It's now at around 129.74. So the market is pretty much in the red today. And now the question everybody wants to know, are you green with my personal accounts? No, I'm slightly in the red, but I'm okay with it. Today in the top news, we'll go over the headlines and then really look into the rollout of the third round of PPP loans. We'll look into how this is affecting small businesses and the outlook for 2021. I also am excited to report about the disaster and hilarity that occurred thanks to Elon Musk's tweet, because we all just need a laugh right now. Of course, we also have top movers and details on my cells with Madrona, AMD, and a little bit of JKS, as well as new swing trades, so stay tuned. Welcome back. Unfortunately, this next segment of the podcast got recorded very quietly. So I just wanted to come on and let you guys know that you might need to turn up the volume a little bit just to hear the segment a little bit better. Thanks, guys. Today's news was devastating as the coronavirus cases continue to rise, not only reported cases, but of course hospitalizations, EMT calls, and deaths. I try not to get political on this podcast, but while the country is still dealing with the pandemic, high unemployment rates, struggling small businesses. The news is just focused on Congress and, of course, you know, this failed kind of attempt of impeachment and 25th Amendment and so on. To give it to you straight, nothing's going to happen, right? They blocked the 25th Amendment, so that's not going to go through. And impeachment is a process that is going to take so much time. It looks like it wouldn't even start until January 20th. So as I try to skirt around the politics, I just wish that the government was focusing on another round of COVID relief since those $600 checks were barely anything and we are still struggling as a country, especially on the main streets of America. Of course, the last big headline was around vaccine rollout, it's delayed, etc. So with all of this going on, I really wish there was more focus on the backbone of America, which is small businesses. And that's why I really wanted to report on what is happening as this third round of PPP loans are going out and starting to accept applications today. So if you haven't been following this, a PPP loan is the Paycheck Protection Program that basically allows for businesses to apply and receive a loan so that they can continue their payroll. And it is technically a loan. However, these loans are going to be eligible to be forgiven very easily. So it's not necessarily a government handout, but it kind of is. And I really wish that more small businesses took advantage of this. 
So I know everybody remembers receiving that $2,000 paycheck where it's signed by President Donald Trump, right? That was the first round of COVID relief. That round did include this payment protection program. However, it was a disaster. It's so sad that whenever there's an opportunity in this country that is meant to really assist the lower income brackets, those communities that are really struggling, of course, this program got taken advantage of. And honestly, I don't think a lot of these loans should be forgiven, and I hope that they're not. For those of you who are lost, let me explain. While the government is supporting this PPP program, it's up to the banks to actually receive applications and give out loans. The banks obviously get a benefit because they are working, they're loaning out money, and they have incentives for providing these loans. And there are fees associated, right? Of course, they're doing a service. So based on their payment structure, the loans that are the largest amounts those are the loans that are going to really profit the bank more. So as a bank, they are incentivized to be a greedy company. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. They're a business just like everybody else. And so they prioritized the largest loans, which came from, of course, the largest businesses. So a ton of these huge companies took up all of this relief money with their loans, while oftentimes the well run dry and there wasn't enough money left for small businesses. It's so painful that our government did not think ahead on how the distribution of these loans would come about. So of course, I'm not the only person to know that this is happening. And there have been so many promises that, that this third round of the Paycheck Protection Program loans will be more equitably distributed, right? So they have said a few things that they're going to do to help this process. Let's go over those right now. So first, they are going to prioritize people who are applying the first time, who didn't get the other rounds. That seems like a no brainer. And then they're going to also prioritize small businesses with under 10 employees. To make sure that this is rolled out correctly, they're going to incentivize big banks to distribute more of these smaller business loans. So finally, they learned from their mistakes and that's what they're going to work on. They also are saying it's kind of a good and a bad thing that it's going to be a slower process in rolling out these loans to really help with the fraud. Not to mention that before only super large businesses were benefiting primarily from this program. But of course, there were tons and tons of people that saw how easy it was to get this instant money. And so many applications are fraudulent. And that's a whole mess. But they are saying that they're going to put measures in place to be sure that they can crack down on those applications. They are also hoping that by prioritizing small businesses, they won't run out of funds as early as last time. But for small businesses out there that are listening, they're estimating 30 to 60 days. So I would go online right this instant and apply for one of those loans. This is not something that you want to delay. And lastly, they're prioritizing minority and women-owned businesses, and they say that it's going to take only about 7 to 10 days to process the applications and get the money in the hands of these small businesses. So obviously, this was great news to hear, but is this too little too late? I don't know. 
What we do know is that the number of open businesses in the United States declined by 29% from January 2020 to December 2020. That's a huge percentage, and that represents more than a million businesses. And we also know that about a quarter of small businesses say that even with this loan, they're going to have to close in the next six months anyways. On a personal note, I sell software for small businesses. It's an all-in-one tool so they can manage their business just from one platform, provides them with scheduling, online payments, client management, etc. And it's been painful to hear some of the personal stories that small businesses have gone through in this time. I hope that these loans can provide them with the assistance they need, especially to keep a hold of their employees, even if you know that only means a handful of people. It's really important that America supports these small businesses. So I think that every little bit helps, and I do think that this round will help small businesses, but unfortunately, they were very late at rolling this out, and we still are going to be left with with a lot of small businesses closing in 2021. Now that I've depressed everyone, let's all have a laugh. So Elon Musk, everyone knows the CEO and owner of Tesla, he is very active on Twitter and he has 42 million followers. So this story made me laugh so hard because it just goes to show you how insane the stock market is, how sometimes huge moves have nothing to do with the company at at all and this is one of those moments so what happened Elon Musk has been talking up a new company called Signal S-I-G-N-L it's like a social messaging app and they're not even on the stock exchange yet but people went out there and found the a signal company S-I-G-N-L the company is listed on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker stock symbol S-I-G-L. So people found this ticker, found this company, thought it was the same one, and started buying it like crazy. So this is a 30-year-old random company. It's been, you know, averaging around like $7.40 a share. It opened today at $7.49. It hit $38. And then it hit a high of like over $70. It's pretty insane. And it's still up $370. 71% for the day, even though the news is widely out that this was an insane, hilarious mistake. CNBC called the movement in the chart LOL. So that's your laugh for today. That brings us into top movers. Even with a red day, we had some breakouts. Crocs, C-R-O-X, was up 11%. L-L-Y, Eli Lilly, was up 11% based off of news from positive data relating to an Alzheimer's study and, of course, a drug that they produce. And then GameStop, G-M-E, is up 11%, again, around news with a board change. So with these big gainers. I like to watch those then for bumps along the way to see if 
that emotional move up creates an emotional move down and then of course an opportunity for us to come in and buy. That brings us to our most notable losers today, which are Baidu, that's B-I-D-U, down 7.96%, Tesla, T-S-L-A, of course, down 7%, Twitter, T-W-T-R, down 6.61%, and Facebook, down 3.95%. Around those last two, we can now go into my personal trades. This morning was rough. Monday mornings, I feel like, always are. And I was a little bit late to my trading desk, and I missed out on a day trade opportunity for Twitter. We can clearly see that last night, Twitter had a gap down. And for my trading strategy, that's a big alert that I need to pay attention to this stock right off the open, if not put in orders. So I'm really disappointed that I didn't. I should have had an order in at the weekly pivot around 47.17. And of course, right off the open, it did drop down even as low as to fill some orders at 45.27. But then it popped up so fast that I missed that 47, 14, 15 entry. And by the time I was prepared to put it in order, it was already at 47.71. And I felt disappointed that I missed the buy at the good level. I was almost already a point behind where I wanted to be, even though I did feel like it was going to pop back up to the next weekly pivot at 49. I just felt like I missed my premium time for that trade. And that's okay. That happens. The trade did end up going up to that weekly pivot this afternoon at 49. So I probably would have been good if I bought at that level. So again, that is definitely a lesson that I'm going to take moving forward. Since this ticker had such a big gap down, I again should have known that it would have been safe to take even at that level. But I just don't like to chase my trades. And so I held my guns and I didn't. But Facebook, I did actually think that this would be a good opportunity for a long-term trade. I went into this with a long-term swing idea. Definitely not anything for a day trade today. And I um, went ahead and bought. My average now is sitting at 260.76. I don't have another buy for a long time. My next buy is isn't until it gets down below 254. So I don't know if that will happen tomorrow, but that's what I'm going to watch. But then I do have sell levels up to 274 because this is a stock with a large spread. And again, I'm going to give it time to get there. No, no rush, Facebook, no rush. My last new swing for today is in Netflix, NFLX. You guys are probably sick of this company because I love swing trading it. I saw a gap between the weekend and opening today, so I knew there might be a good opportunity to buy. My average is 501.95, and my target is 506.18. Yes, it's probably going to eventually get up higher, but I like to really focus in on my strategy and keep my targets at a profitability place because I would rather consistently take profits than risk anything huge and lose out. Speaking of profits, let's talk about what I sold. So I was holding a very small piece of both of these companies since I had already sold them for targets and I was kind of holding and waiting out for larger targets. I wasn't sure they were going to get there so I ended up putting in these lower sell levels. It's painful 
because today, of course, as soon as my levels got filled, they did end up going even higher, but that's not a problem for me at all. I do not get caught up in thinking about what could be. I take my profits and I look for the next opportunity. So AMD, I was holding at 32.37. I sold today for 96. So it was a 3.63 gain. So that's a great point gain for me. Moderna, MRNA, I was holding at 115.28. Really concerned about where this ticker was going to go. I just didn't like how news-based it was. And I had a sell at a safe level, 117.25. And I made 1.9 on this. So I'm okay with that too. Again, I'm just excited that now I have more of this cash on hand and we're gonna look for more opportunities this week. So thanks again for tuning in. I did release a special edition of the podcast. It's a new weekend edition. Each weekend, I'm gonna release an episode that's gonna be more focused on looking at our economic history and how we can learn to make safer investments as individuals today and interviews in the future. So the first episode that was released on Saturday is part one looking into the dot-com bubble so take a listen whenever you get a chance and part two will be coming out this weekend i'm looking forward to trading with you all this week i hope everyone is planning those trades and trading your plan